Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark Review podcast. I'm Megan, and I'm a longtime Hallmark movie fan. I'm Wendy, and I almost did it again. I'm a reformed Hallmark hater. Yeah, you are. And today we're discussing Love in the Great Smoky Mountains, a national park romance. If you want to connect with Wendy and I outside of the podcast, we'd love for you to follow us on Instagram. We're Girls Gone Hallmark and Megan and Wendy. Jump into our Girls Gone Hallmark Facebook group. I've been letting in people there recently. Have you? Yeah. Our number getting high in there. I I won't say what it is because it's probably laughable to some people, but it's an engaged group and they had a lot to say about this movie. They certainly did. It makes me feel a little better when there's like almost a consensus across the board about the movie. Yeah. Before we come in hot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I got to tell you just a quick side note. Earlier this week, our Falling For You review came out. Yeah. And I think I feel like I'm hiding behind hot hands because I don't want the heinies to be upset. Well, it was a very popular episode listener-wise in terms of downloads. I got so a, I bet they're warming up their email fingers. I did get a message from a regular listener who was like, ooh, have the heinies come for you yet? And I was like, no. Not yet. Anyway, so join us in our Facebook group, Girls Gone Hallmark. There is a link in the show notes below. Before we talk about Love in the Great Smoky Mountains, let's check in with some Hallmark news and notes. We did get a new Hallmark October schedule. Yeah. And if you were paying close attention, you might notice that that schedule ends mid-October. And Wendy has some thoughts about why that might be. Well, I think that's when they're dropping Countdown to Christmas. I mean, it hasn't officially been announced yet, but that third weekend in October, we think they're leaving open. They have to, right? I'm personally surprised because, I mean, how many movies can they have this year? How many Christmas movies could they have this year? I don't know. And like to be starting it so early in October again, like they have in previous years... That's the big question. I'm dying to see what the schedule looks like. I'm if I was a betting gal, I bet it's not three movies, three new movies a weekend. There's no way. What do you think the number's Count. gonna be? In the twenties. I'm guessing somewhere in the twenties. Mm. We could get two movies a weekend. Maybe. We'll see. We will. This is the first year that I'm excited for it. <laughs> I was watching TV. Well, that's not true. My husband was watching TV the other night and I look up my husband's a long time Days of Our Lives fan. And I look up and who's on my screen but one Jen Lilly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Jen Lilly, what are you doing here? Back to soaps, huh? She returned because actor John Aniston passed away last year and his character, Victor Kyriakis, mm-hmm. recently passed away on the show. I don't ask me how they did that. I don't know. Wait. I don't know. Did they have a different actor play him? No. No. Has he been gone for some time off the show? But he only recently died on the show. Okay. Is what I'm saying. All right. And she returned to do a, basically a John Aniston tribute. They're saying goodbye to Victor. What is she to him on the show? She's not his child, because that's what I said. Is she his daughter? And my husband said no. And my husband doesn't like me to ask a lot of questions, because I used to be a Days of Our Lives watcher. Uh-huh. And... If you don't watch regularly, a lot happens and actors change. And so when I come in and ask questions, he's like, you either need to watch all the time. You can't come in like once every other week and like ask me to catch you up. You either need to watch or go. (laughs) Someone's gatekeeping days of our lives or. Yeah. Wow. 
Anyway, she was back in tears on Peacock. Because Days is only on Peacock. It's only on Peacock now? Yes. It moved from NBC to Peacock exclusively. Wow. I bet that really ruffled some feathers. No pun intended. <laughs> but I bet, you know, the old grannies watching their stories are not on NBC anymore. And now I they, know. They got to figure out how to use Peacock. Let's talk love in the great. Is that it for Hallmark News and Notes? Quiet week, huh? Did you want more? I just was curious. That's all I've got. Okay. All right. Synopsis. Former sweethearts reunite at an archaeological dig in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. As they work together competing for the same research grant, they discover they might still have feelings for one another. Dead silence, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Here's a note before I let loose. Ooh, okay. This is the third movie in the National Park Romance series from the Hallmark Channel, and um, maybe we just let it go, guys. Don't steal my first impression. Oh, no. <laughs> How can you two report that it was actually filmed in the Great Smoky Mountains in Tennessee, as well as Fall Creek Falls State Park and Knoxville, Tennessee? According to the National Park Conservation Association website, the southeastern United States was formerly inhabited by the Cherokee Nation. Their hunting grounds included the mountains and valleys that are now encompassed by the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. Haven't you been there? Yes. Gorgeous. Is it? Yes. I mean, while I was watching the movie, I was like, yes, it's very pretty to look at. Do would I want to visit? I don't know. The Smoky Mountains are beautiful. I Breathtaking, especially living someplace like where we live. Mm-hmm. We don't have that kind of nature, like lush forests. Famously in our house, the Smoky Mountains were the site of... The moment that my husband has been trying to recapture ever since, where at one point we pulled over off the side of the road alongside a river and just walked down and put our feet in the creek and like it was flowing fresh water. And so he wants to do what now? Like he wants to live somewhere where you can just pull over and you're like, there's the creek. Go go relax in the cool water under a shady tree. Okay. We were not the only people there. People had their chairs. People had sought this out. Mm. So it's not that unusual. I don't want to sit by a creek all day long. No? No. I I would go out of my mind. Ariel Kibble. Is that how you would say her name? Yeah. Okay. She plays Haley James. She has 77 prior acting credits, including Hallmark movies A Bride for Christmas and A Brush with Love. She was also Lindsay... Dean's wife on Gilmore Girls for nine episodes. She was in the future film John Tucker Must Die and three episodes of the show Unreal. Ah, She's been on a lot of stuff. Zach Rory plays Rob. This appears to be his first Hallmark movie. Other acting credits include his 171 episode run as Matt Donovan on The Vampire Diaries, 281 episodes on the daytime soap As the World Turns, and six episodes as Cash on Friday Night Lights. I don't remember a character named Cash on Friday Night Lights, do you? Now that you mention it, no, I do not. <laughs> I've watched that show. I've done a rewatch on the show. I don't remember who Cash is. This was written by Bruce D. Johnson, who has 10 writing credits, including Hallmark's Journey of My Heart and Love on the Slopes. Danny J. Boyle served as director. He has 43 previous directing credits, including Nightmare School Moms and The Man with My Husband's Face, both from this year. I got, I got to see those movies. <laughs> Nightmare School Moms. I mean, I, I could have written that story. <laughs> Sporting cast includes Danielle Vega as Sky and 
Kai Braden as Troy Winters. Indeed. Yes. Let's talk first impressions. Go for it. I think it's time to put this National Park Romance series to bed. An eternal nap, so to speak. (laughs) My first impression is my thoughts about this movie are as disjointed as the two clumsily combined plot lines. Yes. Yes. Okay. There were some things I liked. Okay. Tell me about them. I think they did a nice job giving the Cherokee Nation backstory. It's due right up into and including the tour that Sky gives featuring actual Cherokee showcasing their work. Mm Mm-hmm. Some of the Haley and Rob exposition about the Cherokee people was clunky. Mm. It was like, let's tell some more of their stories. Mm-hmm. I didn't really want to hear it from Haley and Rob. Yeah. I liked more of the firsthand accounts. So I agree with that and have that in my liked notes as well. I thought Sky and Troy were very good. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought they were fine in the movie, but in that part of the storytelling, I thought I was more interested in them than I were our lead characters. Agree. And I honestly would have preferred that our pivotal kiss come from the two of them mm. rather than Haley and Rob. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything else you liked? Ariel Kibble was a high point for me. Okay. I think she's very enjoyable on screen. What up, Dean's wife? And sorry, Rory Homewrecked your marriage, but I really enjoy you on the Hallmark Channel. So I agree, too. I'm interested, and I know many listeners of the podcast have suggested her movie A Bride for Christmas with her and Andrew Walker. Mm. So maybe this holiday season? Maybe we'll that'll be a, one of our rewatches. We'll give it a rewatch. Did you like anything else? I did like the fact that this was actually filmed in the Great Smoky Mountains. Yes. We weren't getting Canada as the backdrop, yes. and no offense to Canada. You're very pretty, too. But I thought that it was nice that they actually filmed on location yes if you're gonna call it by the name of the national park and call it a national park romance Mm -hmm. do the work yeah um (laughs) i think zach rorig has next hallmark hunk written all over him i disagree oh i find that his grumbly voice gives me tyler 2.0 vibes wendy's making a face no i i don't see it nope does that mean you're ready to move on to what you wished for i have one Mm. One wish. And it is. I can't exactly pinpoint it, but this movie was so utterly boring. So I agree. I have some wishes. Okay. First off, am I being punked? Another movie where our potential love interests have to hate each other first? Yeah, of course. Of course. My next wish is make a movie about the Cherokee Nation or make a movie about high school sweethearts reconnecting. Don't make both movies badly. Yeah, I... I... I'm trying to remember Journey of My Heart, which was written by the same writer. And I know we watched it. I can't recall what happened. Journey of My Heart has that same, like, chasing waterfalls feel to it. it yes, but same... wasn't it about the, yes. like, indigenous peoples? Yes. Okay. But a lot of it runs together. I feel like this was a disservice to the Cherokee Nation in that the storytelling felt forced at points. Mm-hmm. I, again, would have rather watched the story of Troy and Sky. And finally, one final wish. Don't get engaged. Oh, my God. Don't no. get engaged. Oh, my God. Awful. Right? He's like, wait, hold on. Let me go get my ring that I had in my drawer for the last five years or whatever. No. You why just would, reconnected why, for a few weeks? Why would you do that? I got to tell you, I just don't know if if I couldn't get excited for, like, the artifacts in this movie. Because they're pulling perfectly formed artifacts right. from the ground. Yeah. Like, yeah, could yeah. something be broken, please? Totally. Or 
was the chemistry and the history between Haley and Rob, was it just not compelling enough? I think it's a combination. I wanted the artifacts to be more meaningful. Make me care more about why it's important. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, okay, this is cool. These people settled here. They had this whole life. And then they show you the, this is what the current day Cherokee people are doing. But I don't feel like they sold me on the picture of like, you know, they talked about the Trail of Tears and they they did a little bit of the storytelling, but I felt like they could have made that story bigger. Mm-hmm. And I felt maybe like they were walking this fine line <laughs> in terms of like what the United States government has done to the Native Americans yeah, yeah. and not wanting to push that too far. But I think there's a really beautiful story to tell sure, there about course. these original settlers in these areas. And I I don't think they went far enough with it. Mm. Like, here's a spearhead. Talk to me more about why I should care about that. Yeah, but I can see in their minds they're like, well, our viewers our viewers really aren't here for that story. They're here for the narrative of the and reconnection don't, between. Don't tell it. I know. I know. I get it. I I agree with you totally. All right, let's talk about Did You See That? Okay. I have a bunch of them. I have a couple. Did you notice that Ariel Kibble's pinky is like, in the very first scene when she's like across the table from the doctor lady that is her, she sets her hand down on the table and her pinky is like bent, like in a shape of like a upside down B. Like it's permanently broken? Like it's permanently broken. And then that's all I could notice throughout the entire movie when she's holding her champagne glass and her pinky's all tweaked out. Did not notice. So I did some Googling. Yes. And I couldn't find anything with the exception of a podcast and it was mentioned in the show notes, but I didn't have time to listen to the podcast to hear what what this deal was with the pinky. Okay. Anyway, you never saw it? I didn't. I'm curious if any... Other viewers of this movie saw it. Eagle Eye viewers. That's all I could see throughout the entire freaking movie. Interesting. Yes. Yes. I want to talk about the cave. I have two things to say about the cave. Oh, God. Yes. First of all, the end of the movie when she's crawling into that tiny entrance. Yeah. Not for all the money in the world would I climb into that cave (laughs) via that entrance. And I do want you to know that in the Great Smoky Mountains, we did do a cavern tour Mm. of the Tuckaleechee Caverns. Mm -hmm. I am... Highly claustrophobic. They're huge on the inside. Like you can walk around. Huge, enormous. You walk downstairs. You're not climbing through a hole to get into them. Yes. I thought that was very brave of her to crawl in that hole. Were there bats in that cavern when you were there? Not when we were there. Mm -hmm. Not that we saw. Whether they live there or not, I'm just going to. That's none of my business. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Speaking of bats, though, she goes, yeah, bats. I hate bats. Yeah. That's like an Indiana Jones line. Is it? Yeah, because he goes, snakes. I hate snakes. Oh, oh. You think we were supposed to get that? You think we were supposed to? Okay. I have a quick story about bats. When we were in Hawaii several years ago, we did a like an inner tube ride. Oh, yeah. Through the former like sugar waterway canals. I don't know. I don't know what it is. In Kauai. I might have been in Kauai. I can't remember. Was it? Have you been on it? No, but I remember. I know. Because we've talked about (laughs) it. And I just would bet you money. Go back and look at your pictures from when you were in Kauai. I honestly think it was Maui. I don't think so. Call your husband right now. He won't remember. I'm going to go back and look at the pictures and see where it was. Anyway, we were in this like cavern and the tour guide goes, 
close your eyes through this next part. Don't open them. And it was because it was filled with bats. And like people previously have like freaked out. Yes. So I kept my eyes as tight as could be because I didn't know. He never said like they're bats here. He just said, close your eyes through this next part. And he told you after the fact why? Yes, after the fact. Have you ever been to Austin when they have like, they have like. I've been to Austin with you, but we didn't go see the bats. Oh, yeah. Duh. I forgot that we went there together. I had been there previously with my husband and they were like, oh, it's so cool. Like when the sun goes down or from under that bridge. Yeah. But I don't I don't think we've ever I don't think I've personally ever seen it. Hmm. Anyway, what else did you see? At times it looked like Ariel Kibble had a she was wearing like a mic pack on her back. She was in a lot of tank tops. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you could see. Like she, there was a pack under her tank top. And I was like wondering, like, that's not normal for them, right? Isn't there usually like a boom, a sound boom or whatever? I would think. But like on that terrain and stuff that they were on, maybe there was not somebody like following them with a sound boom. I don't know. But then I also noticed that one time she was, she was digging up that stick ball stick. Yeah. And it was, you could kind of see down her top. And I swear I saw Mike. Oh. So maybe. Anything else? Yes. Shout out to the Girls Gone Hallmark Facebook group member Vanessa for mentioning that in two separate scenes, Haley talked about applying for the same dig as Rob. They were basically the same lines repeated in two completely different scenes. Oh. And... This was a lot of talk in the Facebook group. Is like, uh, why wasn't there like a script supervisor there to be like, uh, we already talked about, we already shot yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two more small things. Uh-huh. You kind of mentioned it earlier. When Haley unearths the stickball stick, it's in perfect condition. It's not dirty. Everything. It's not broken. It's not like strings are still there. She just picks it up with her bare hands. <laughs> like, I don't know anything about like archaeologists. Like, I would think there's probably some method well, when they're digging in the dirt, they're just like shoving shovels in there. Like they're about to plant a tree. I was like, if you encounter like something breakable, it is now broken. I know. I thought you had to sit there with like little brushes and like brush away the dirt. Yes. And like, you know what I mean? I think they were a little rough with their fake artifacts. And also I was like, all the shit that they kept finding. I was like, really? Yeah. I kind of don't think it works like that. I don't think so either. And finally, Haley's wearing this like chambray shirt that is hanging off one shoulder her and Rob are like hiking or something and it's like just it's a very cute look you know you know what I'm talking like a button down yeah, shirt yeah, yeah. but it's like open and it's hanging off one sh- yeah. I mean it's cute when you're like at the baseball game or whatever but I don't think when you're out on a hike like it's not very comfortable to be flopping around on your shoulder no and then in addition to that she's carrying a heavy ass backpack on one shoulder she's traversing like all this like mountain mountain what's the terrain word? terrain with a backpack on one shoulder why are you not carrying it on both excellent point i'm just annoyed by these stupid things you rated a rate sure what'd you give it i gave it one star oh wendy i gave it two on um, for what i don't know i know there's no- <laughs> That's honestly, the entire time I watched it, I thought, I don't know what I'm going to say about this movie. I don't, this is such a, I don't know what to say about this movie. But you're going to give it two stars? Yeah. It wasn't a one star movie for me. It wasn't quite there, but it wasn't anything more than that. I'm just telling you, if another National Park romance movie comes up on the schedule, we are 
skipping it. Okay. Okay. Great. Hey, thanks for listening to Girls Gone Hallmark. We hope you enjoy our new two episode a week schedule. Let us know you're loving it by hopping into that Apple podcast app and leaving us your reviews. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.